0: Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Yay! Here we are! (laughs) We're back again! Another week in lockdown. I know, I know.
2: It's so weird when we have these chats because at at first it was like a novelty that we were doing it like this and now it just seems like it's just normal life.
1: I know. It's weird, isn't it, how it becomes... The new norm, and suddenly you just you're just into your flow with it, aren't you? It's like Dazle was saying to me, oh, "I can't wait to get back to normal life." And in my head, I was thinking, "What the fuck is normal life? Like, what's yeah. that going to look like? What does that even mean? I'm not no. sure. I think I'm going to go out less in oh, normal life. I am not. I'm going to go out all <laughs> the time. I'm going to be drunk all the time. I'm going to be <laughs> drunk online a lot. I'm like last night. <laughs> oh, I like do Zoom chats, don't you? <laughs> Listen, last night was my two best friends' um, birthdays, uh, one's yeah. on Monday, and Luna's Godfather's, Nick and Tim. And yeah. so we did, like, we did a surprise Zoom for them and they didn't know it was happening and they popped up and we were like in fancy dress. We had funny, rude backgrounds and I basically finished off, just polished off a bottle of wine just to myself, red wine, oh my just God. sat there. And then I, w- I only walked down to the bedroom at like, hubba's nine and when i walked in the door Dozzle was like oh wow and i was like how's it going and, he like, Go and brush your teeth you've got a red mouth and i was like oh shit but i had such a good time it was amazing
2: i can't get on with them like i literally like zoom chats i'm like on it for like 10 minutes and i'm like oh god i cannot cope with like all these different voices this is like This is too much, and then I'll just like mute it, and I'll just
1: sit there. So I'll go off and do something else. Remind me never to have a Zoom party with you, Georgia. Don't Um, have one with me. (laughs) To be fair, I needed it because yesterday we're obviously in the process of moving, and you know how stressful that is. And obviously, yesterday was Kit's birthday as well, turned two, so it was the whole day was like you know heightened sugar activities at home. Yeah, Yeah. cupcakes, presents. And I was just like, by the end of it, I just thought I've got to get drunk here.
2: <laughs> How are you? I'm fine. I'm all good, thank you. Yeah, just same old, really. We've had no more swearing from Axel, so that's good. Fucking I feel like that's an, aggi- that's an achievement. I haven't been called a fucking old bean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> any sex? No sex, so We're sharing a room with Axel. <laughs> oh, Have you shit. forgotten this? Oh shit! Bunk beds. Yes. Are, are are you still- to the bottom? we're on the bottom bunk it's the double it's the it's the luxury one
1: you're telling me that you haven't had a a quiet silent shag no definitely not no oh my god this is a disaster you're gonna have to you're gonna have to use another room in the house (laughs) (laughs) you know what i do in the laundry room so the laundry room (laughs)
2: thank you yeah you can give me some tips (laughs) We're going
1: to do a slightly different podcast today, aren't we? We
2: are, yes. I love doing these actually. So today we asked you to send us questions on anything and I haven't actually had a good look through them. So we're literally just going to read them, aren't we? Like as we go and answer them. Um, I'm sure there's some good ones. So should we start?
1: Yeah, it's always really nice doing these Q&As as well because we can kind of really sort of dedicate our answers to what you are specifically asking us. So I'm going to kick things off. Um, Did either of you guys suffer from diastasis recti? And if so, how is it now, Georgia? I think, I mean, I didn't. So I think you should answer this one. (laughs) Well, I did both times. Yeah. it was the one thing that really um, hammered me during my first pregnancy. I would get such excruciating pains across my stomach and it had to be at that point, the muscles separating. And I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. I've still got it. I actually sealed up after kit after about seven months, but it's uh, my, my stomach muscles have separated again. And I think it's all to do with my pelvic floor. I've got a bit of I've got I've I've got a bit of MOT to to be doing down there to be honest with you but it's all but it's all connected so for me what I really focus on um in answer to your questions um is it's still quite bad now but I really focus on doing lots of specific ab exercises which I can talk about on Instagram if anyone's interested in just to try and um bring the muscles back together it's really fucking tricky yeah and it's hard because a lot of exercises
2: that you do like we'd all normally do actually can make it worse so I went to see a women's physio after I had Gigi specifically because of you though. like you were saying um, that you'd yours had closed up and then it yeah. split again so I thought oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go and see one and there were so many things that she told me and I went at six weeks to see her and had I not have gone to see her I probably would have made mine really bad because yeah. I'd have been doing planks and all those sorts of things and apparently well, so she says they can yeah. make it so much worse so I think it is really I mean it can I think it's about 80 quid to go and see one um a women's physio but if you can afford it, it is like money well spent like seriously money well spent um in other you know in other countries yeah yeah we are going to get someone on the podcast to talk about it actually so um yes Zoe how are you finding moving in lockdown (laughs)
1: It is hell on earth. Um, yes, it's. Do you know what the worst part is? Is trying to pack the house up and also have the kids around the whole time. So that's like yeah. that's. I did their playroom today, and I just it, it's like. I pack up a box. They take it out of the box. I put it back in the box. They take it out of the box. Um, So obviously we've we've got all that going on, um, and and that's really that's really challenging. Then we were like we couldn't find removal guys. We had to book carpet cleaners. You know, just all of those things that I was going to do and everything around the house. Like one time, Isla got a bit mad about something and she took a pair of scissors because we're in a rented house at the moment. She took a pair of scissors to the curtains. um, I (laughs) I know. Cheers. No cheers. Um, And I was going to take them to get them done. And now obviously. There are no shops open, so I can't. So things like that have really stuffed us up. But you know what? We will get there. Yeah, and it will all be worth it in the end, won't it? Uh, earlier on, we, we reached complete boiling point in the house, and um, the kids were in front of the iPads, and I, me and Dozza had this like really silent row in the playroom, and I just went, like, <clears throat> oh, just fuck off! <laughs> and just swarmed out, and then couldn't slam the door because I didn't want to scare the kids. So I just made a point of like shutting it, kicking out in the garden. So, an actual question. I'm finding it really difficult. <laughs> 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 um, here's um, here's one for you, G. One year postpartum, uh, still struggling to lose baby weight. Please, can you help uh, me and give me some advice? Oh. Yeah,
2: I mean, I absolutely feel you right now because I'm the same. Um, With Axel, I found it quite easy to lose the baby weight. Um, With Gigi, I found it so much harder. Um, I don't know whether it's second baby or um, just in general, like my life's been a bit different this time round. I think for me, exercise makes me feel really, really good. So doing exercise like getting out and doing exercise regularly is my Mm. first step always because it sort of clears your head and then I think your body starts feeling better even if you haven't actually lost any weight or or changed that much Mm. you feel better in your body and then that makes me want to eat better um Mm. but I think don't put don't put pressure on yourself and also you might not ever go back to how you were before and I think probably like it's good to sort of like grow to love your new body yeah. um and I mean I'm absolutely in the same boat as you because I don't love my new body at the moment and I'm trying to but and I am trying to lose a bit of weight and stuff but um I am coming around to the idea that you know maybe I'm just not meant to be like that anymore maybe I'm not you know maybe this is the new me and this is how I'm meant to be um yeah. it's, it's such a tricky one it really is tricky. <laughs>
1: Yeah I think I think George is absolutely right there has to be a level of acceptance and I yeah. definitely um, found that difficult um and even though you know I'm a size 8 and I look a certain way I still struggle with my confidence when I take my clothes off so even though you know I can fit into this you know my clothes again it doesn't it, my body is different I look different I've got stretch marks my stomach is is saggy my boobs are like empty chicken sacks like there's things going on there which weren't yeah. before the babies but for me I think any uh, the advice I can give to the person that sent that question in is set yourself little goals so if you can get to sessions of exercise in a week. And stick to that, they don't have to be for an hour, they can be for 20 minutes, even if you get out and do like a you know a monster walk with the baby in the pram, you know, something like that. And obviously, and and with your eating and stuff, if you can try and go, I think it's quite a good tip is just keep those carbs really, really um unrefined. So just try and stay away from like your white breads and your white pastas because they're the ones we all know that. So if you can eat as clean as you can and still have your treats every now and again and set yourself those little goals, that might help you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean it's it's such a tough one because everyone's so yeah. different
2: and yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's really really hard. Um yes. Zoe, one for you. Um you have such a great relationship with Isla. Do you get on well with her mum?
1: Yeah, so I mean it's I, I'm not I, what I f- will feel comfortable talking about. I won't go into too much detail about my relationship with um, with Laura. But, but the answer, in short, yes, I do get on well with her. And I think it's really important for Isla to see the two of us getting on well. There was, you know... Th- th- my husband does broke up with Laura. There was nothing, you know, I wasn't on the scene. It wasn't anything to do with me. So there's no reason for Laura and I not to have a good relationship. And I have worked really hard at it. There was obviously a period in time where their relationship wasn't good, but what I've always tried to do is stay very impartial. And Laura and I will WhatsApp each other a lot. We have phone calls. We discuss Isla, you know, we, we, we're, we're bringing up a child together and it, and yes sometimes it can be tricky because there's different sets of rules in each household but fundamentally my goal is to raise Isla well so yes i like lo- i like Laura she's a great mum and we do get on well in fact we had a half an hour phone conversation yesterday just just because <laughs> so that's that's really <laughs> nice but it hasn't always been like that so if that's a question coming from you know somebody in a in a sort of co-parenting relationship or somebody that's having to deal with it with with the, with the mother of you know their stepchild it is tricky and you will go through ups and downs but if you keep the child as the focus, I think that's quite a good piece of advice. I mean, I don't know if I'm getting it right, but that's what we do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like you're getting it right to me, though, definitely. Well, thanks, mate. It does. <laughs> it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Um, right, best advice for an 18-month-old and preparing the terrible twos. Oh, 18-month-old <laughs> and privileged. I think one thing
2: I wish I'd known when Axel was 18 months old and also wish I sort of remembered was at 18 months they can be really frustrated because like physically they can probably walk and run and do all that kind of stuff but they can't communicate properly yet and can you imagine how frustrating that must be when you can't get across what you want to say um and I I really wish I'd sort of remembered that because I used to I couldn't understand why you know he would throw like strops and tantrums and stuff and Mm -hmm. I think if you sort of go you put yourself in their shoes and on their wavelength then you can sort of understand them a bit better and understand why they're getting so frustrated and it is so frustrating it's frustrating for both of you because you can't understand them and they they're frustrated that you can't understand them um but I think yeah don't put too much pressure on yourself and don't worry if you get stressed because it is stressful definitely yeah yeah yeah, go on you do.
1: I was just going to say that you know, and also, it's okay for them to throw absolutely monumental meltdowns. I yeah. think if the minute you start trying to fix them in those moments and be like, "What's wrong? What's wrong? Tell me, what's wrong? Calm down, calm down," it, 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 they have a, chem- a chemical reaction goes off in their brain at that point. So, at that point of like heightened hysteria, they're almost get they're almost getting off on that on those feelings. You know, it's, it almost makes them feel good to be at that level. So, if you can yeah. kind of leave them tell you know this is what we did with luna was kind of sit her down in a safe place and say right when she was screaming, screaming screaming be like, when you've calmed down we can have a conversation we'll have a chat when you've calmed down and just i would just stay with her and let her scream it out because eventually they just break and they you know they stop crying and you know you can kind of reason with them but in those tantrums in those real terrible twos there yeah. isn't much you know what we've actually done a whole episode series three episode 17 of the podcast chris and rose from expect the best we did a whole episode on the testing twos and so there's some really good tips in that podcast if you want to go back and have a listen
2: definitely worth a listen um recommendations to baby or toddler proof your home baby is starting to crawl um (laughs) i'm like the worst person with this oh i'm me I didn't. We lived in a townhouse when Axel was what, eighteen months? Yeah, eighteen months. Yeah. And we had no stair gates, none.
1: Oh my god! Do not Zero. do that if you're living in a townhouse. You have to don't some... do
2: that. Don't do that. Seriously. I mean, actually, he was fine and never actually fell. But now I look back on it, I'm like, oh my god, that is so bad. Um,
1: it's yeah, God. Yeah, I think you can get some. You can get some really good. Um, um, you can get them on Amazon, um, cupboard locks. Oh, yeah. So Definitely start in the kitchen because if, you know, uh, I think her name is Kate. Kate, if your little one is like ours, then they'll just be in the kitchen. They always go to the cupboard with the bleach in it. So we yeah. have to get cupboard locks. Um, on the doors and then just things like you can get um, if you've got any low coffee tables which we have we got um, the corner protectors just to keep their heads away from sort of bumping the edges um, and then obviously like Georgia says like stair gates stair and things gates. like that yeah um, and then just you know you've just got to be there haven't you and you've also got to let them bump into stuff I mean Kit yeah Red-
2: I, rem- I remember someone saying to me you should let them have a cupboard that they can access so even yeah. if like all the other cupboards are like you know like I've got dangerous stuff in them and you put locks on them if you let them have one cupboard they can access which has just got like their plates you know like plastic bowls and bottles and that kind of stuff that they can that they can go in then that's quite a good thing because then they sort of get used to the fact that doors open and close and that kind of thing um but they
1: won't really really hurt themselves yeah that's a really lovely idea I love that um so this is from Paris love the name or maybe that's Just her Instagram name. Um, (laughs) How long to wait before having your second? I can't decide. Oh, my God. I mean.
2: This is really hard. I think um, actually there's another question going from one to two babies. What age difference is good? So we can probably do
1: this in one, can't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's never a good time, I think. Um, there's never gonna be the right time I think once you've had one child Georgia and I always say this don't we G that like your life before your first is so different to the life that you have when you have your first baby it flips on its head so dramatically and you're like in this tumble drive like oh god what's going on for the first year (laughs) no actually when you have your second you're kind of like yes it's exhausting because you can't nap when they nap because you've got another baby to look after but it's already chaos so the second one kind of slots in Would you say Yeah,
2: I would, yeah. And in terms of like age gaps and stuff, I think there's pros and cons to every age, like every age gap that you go for. So for me, um, it it wasn't planned, but it worked out nicely that Axel was starting preschool in the September. So Gigi was born in the June and then we had a few months in the summer all together, which was carnage. And then when he went to preschool in September, it was great at three because it meant, five days a week he was out of the house for you know four or five hours um and then I had some time with Gigi on on her own but the the difficulty is when they're both at home they are at completely different stages um so you know if we go to if we went to a soft play when we actually could go out I can't go in with him really because I would have a little baby and you know just things like that that's can be a bit difficult but in terms of childcare and and that stuff it worked really nicely it's just when you haven't got that
1: yeah I'll just jump in on this as well actually because lots of people wait um a long time you know they'll have their first and then they might wait four years so their their first is then starting school like Georgia said but then you've got a big age gap between the kids or a bigger age gap I suppose um somebody like me I because of my age because I'm turning 38 soon um <laughs> I had to bash them out quite quickly because my fertility was is not great um slash non-existent so I knew that I had a very small window to have my kids so they're actually only 19 months apart and that was quite hardcore but it's worked out really well and now I feel like we're coming out the other side you know kits two yeah to it's like it, it's great so I think it just just go for it that's my advice yeah either way there's going
2: to be like di- you know just difficult yeah. Periods, but yeah, yeah do it. Yeah, I mean, you, I don't think it's something you can control all the time, is it? I think it's just no. going to happen when it's going to happen, exactly. Just get shagging, <laughs> that's what we're doing. <laughs> <a lot> <laughs> um, oh, um, what we got? Oh, this is not so much a question but would love a pod on raising boys after the one with Denise Van Atten on girls we should do that actually shouldn't we Yeah, we'll
1: definitely do that definitely yeah do that. So different yeah we'll definitely have that conversation yeah and we talk about the boys a lot thinking about it yeah we do okay. talk about them yeah so definitely thank you for that um so Rosie what are your skincare routines uh, I'm looking to invest during lockdown need to feel pretty again <laughs> See, I know what you mean. You I know exactly what you mean. In the mirror, I'm like, ah, it's like a scene from Freddy Krueger. I
2: haven't put a scrap of makeup on for seven weeks. Seven weeks, I have not had one scrap
1: of makeup well, on. That's why your skin's looking so amazing. No,
2: but it's not. This, it's not. <laughs> it, it is not working. I think my skin likes makeup. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about our routine. So what, what do you do? Um, I'm like really into skincare um mm. because my skin was so bad I had really really bad acne in my early 20s so I got into it and I would never ever ever not do my skincare routine in the morning and the evening like no matter how drunk I am no matter whatever I always always do it um Me too. yeah it's just I think once you get into it you really can't break it it's it sort of gets drummed into you doesn't it I don't know mm. but I will always cleanse um and then I do sort of like a it's a bit more than a toner it's an elemis you know those um dynamic resurfacing pads I use those in the morning I'd use it I use a cleanser actually elemis as well at the moment um and then I, I use those. yeah I think they're brilliant because they're not too harsh so I love those and then I put on a hyaluronic acid um which is from beauty pie which is amazing um, and then I just put on a moisturizer and at the moment I'm actually using an elemis one as well um, which has got an spf in it so that's all i'm doing in the morning and then a couple of times a week i'll do a mask um varies really my favorite is a sisley one but it's really expensive so i try to only use that every other week or so and then i swap and change with a few other better value ones um and then in the evening again i do the same i cleanse i use a ren cleanser in the evening um it's just a bit richer um i'm using Kiehl's midnight recover no what is it midnight. concentrate midnight. yeah midnight concentrate. concentrate that one that oil um in the evening and then i use an actually a neil's yard moisturizer at the moment so that's sort of where i'm at at the moment and then i'll use an acid on their you know different
1: days depending on what's going on Wow yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> you and I, we're so similar with it because we we both we're like absolute beauty whores when it comes I mean it Dozer thinks it does us like why don't you just start a beauty shop he said it to me I'm like there isn't such thing as a beauty shop but anyway thank <laughs> so you. My, my cupboards in the bathroom are just absolutely ridiculous but I yeah I'm the same as Georgia I I really love skincare I think it's you know you only get one one set of one set of skin. One set of skin. Um, I do you mean? One face. one face. So yeah, you've got to try and do what you can to look after it. So, um, so yes, yeah. so I obviously have spoken about how my melasma was really bad. Um, it was bad before pregnancy, it was hideous during pregnancy, and then it just didn't go away. So I use the Murad products um because they do a really great vitamin C moisturizer, which is great in the day. Um, I will always cleanse and tone. I like the um um, the Elemis cleansing balm and I use that with like a hot flannel and actually Georgia I've started doing that since you told me about it yes always like, nice. a hot
2: flannel yeah
1: yeah so that's really good at like really clearing out the face and like sorting out the pores and everything opening and then closing back up once you click once you cleanse them yeah and I've just started using this really great oil in the evening because it's quite heavy I wouldn't use it in the day um, it's called Botanic Aveda um, and it's just it's just a really fantastic face oil, which is really good for like deep wrinkles and dryness and, de- you know, hydration and stuff, which obviously we all need at the moment. I feel like my skin is more dry in lockdown than it is normally. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. That's why I've been using that hyaluronic acid. Um, yeah, because that helps your
2: skin to retain moisture, mo- moisture, Um yeah. But yeah, I think it is because we're st- all staying inside more and we're not getting as much fresh air, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'll I agree stay. with you. Um I also I'm also really loving um Shiseido do like a really fantastic peel off mask. That's a really nice one. Um and then the and Murad have literally just launched this new night fix. Um so yeah, if you're looking to invest for me, it's kind of and Georgia. It seems it's kind of Elemis, um, Sicily or Murad. Elemis, just- yeah,
2: Murad yeah. and Ren as well. I love oh, if your skin's amazing. quite sensitive. Ren's lovely yeah. too. Yeah, but we could go on.
1: We, 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 we could do whole podcast dedicated <laughs> to beauty. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we'll be back right after this.
0: Ready to pop the question? For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine a light so that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon. Incredible. So you basically saying the reason the dinosaurs
2: stopped living is because they all collectively
1: made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking. About, I think until 10 years ago I I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts.
2: Now, where were we? What are your top tips for birth and the first few weeks for new mums? I'm
1: due in five weeks. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's exciting. Um, Um, So, yeah, top tips for birth. I think the first one for me is you have got to go with the flow. And it's really hard with your first baby, you know, there is a level of anxiety. Well, there was for me um and I think for Georgia that that, that we you know we just did not know what to expect it's something that we've never experienced before I had this really strict birth plan with Luna that I didn't waver off and that was my problem because actually the birth wasn't going to plan and I should have been more flexible during those three days and I was just like no I want to I'm not gonna have an epidural and I don't want any pain medication and all this stuff and it was like I actually should have just taken the epidural earlier so I think not suggesting that that's what you do, but I think try and be flexible with your birth and just listen to your body. Your body will tell you, and it might go off piste and it yeah. might go to a different direction that you thought it would, but that is absolutely okay. So try not to beat yourself up about that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I t- totally agree with that. Like just, you it's good to have all of the knowledge of different things that can happen and what your choices are and all of that, but definitely don't be stuck on a plan because I think that's a lot of people's sort of downfall where they get so stuck on a plan and then if it doesn't go to plan it's not even just in that moment it's after um you know you can it can sort of dampen it can dampen your experience if you get really really set on a plan and it doesn't work out that way um yeah. it's one of those things that you just have to yeah exactly just go with it and what will ha- what will be will be and yes. however you bring your baby into the world it really doesn't matter <laughs> It really doesn't matter at all. And then after
1: the birth, you know, if you have in your head that you want to breastfeed and that doesn't quite work out to plan as well, please don't feel disappointed. Just do what you need to do to look after you and to look after you. Look after baby because you two are the most important things in that moment. So, there's a lot of expectation on what we should be as mums, and we need to do this, and we need to be producing this amount of breast milk, and we can't bottle feed and all this stuff. And it's like, you just, you know, but both my kids were bottle fed, they had a bit of boob, but majority was formula, and they're absolutely wonderful and amazing. So, you know, I think take the pressure off yourself, and we're in lockdown. So, you know, if you, if you, if you have the baby within the next five weeks, we'll probably still be, we'll still be in lockdown. Um, the very few early weeks after giving birth are just like lockdown. You, yeah. you basically stay in your comfies the whole day sitting on the sofa, sleeping.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just don't have too, too high expectations of, of yeah. what your days are going to be like. Just yeah. go, go with it. And I always think like, if you do what's going to make you happy, your baby will be happy too. They pick up on your vibe. So if you're like really chilled and happy and you're doing what feels right to you, then your your baby will be happy as well. So that's,
1: yeah, love that. Yes. Love that. Um, so let's go to advice on feeling like sex again after spending the day looking after a baby. <laughs> Please. Oh, Sophie. So I feel you. Georgia, definitely. Uh, well, I mean,
2: morning. I'm sh- I'm sharing uh, a room with a four, well, nearly four year old, four in August, on a I'm sleeping on a bunk bed, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> probably not in the best position to be answering this question for you. Boundary. But I will say, I will say, I'm like terrible at this. Like, I just get out of it, just get out of the whole flow of it and just don't think about having sex. I'm just, just once I'm not doing it, it doesn't bother me. I'm like, well, whatever, doesn't doesn't even cross my mind. But one of my friends, actually, she said to me that, you, and she did it, you should have sex every single day for 10 days, I think it is, Force yourself, like do it, both of you, because both of you might not be in the mood. And then after that, you kind of get it back again. And you both Mm. want to do it again, no matter what. So maybe that's something to do. I don't know if it's like scientifically proven or anything, but it was some sort of experiment that she read about.
1: And she said it does work. Yeah, but of course it of course it does. I mean 10 days, God, the pressure <laughs> of doing that. I'd be, I'd be I know, But I think the more sex you have, the more you want. But obviously, let's let's be real here. Yeah. You're in charge of the kids all day, you probably haven't got out of your active wear or your like comfies. You haven't got any makeup on, probably. You haven't maybe brushed your hair. We're all the same. We're doing that, by the way. Um, and then you get the kids to bed, and then you look at your husband or your or your partner and you're like <sighs> No fucking way. No just, want way. You just want to go to sleep. just want to get on the sofa, have a glass of wine and watch something on Netflix. Like we, we do that. But my advice to you is, to this to Soph, is get the kids to bed, go down or go up where we're in an apartment and go and have a shower. Get, go, get in the shower, have a look at your body, give yourself, a, give yourself a little like lovely little treatment or something on your face, clean off the day, come out in something different and you will feel so much better about life. You will want to have sex um more than you did before your shower um I think that's a, that's a really nice that's idea. a really good idea yeah because you're kind of washing away the day and then you yeah. sort of feel like you have started afresh again showers also amazing I think um and if you can get your partner in the shower I was gonna you say you like well. have a
2: shower together we actually used to have a really big shower in our old house and now we've got one which is so small that that definitely would not be able to happen. <laughs> sound like One of the reasons thing. why my husband's taking a sledgehammer to the bathroom. <laughs>
1: <do> you <laughs> Building you a sex challenge. Yeah. I, um, I think that once you start doing it and once you start putting yourself first, because as, as parents, we always come at the end of the list of things to do. Uh, and we don't do each other at the end of the day. And it's like, that's what we should be doing because when the sexual connection between two people is there and it's strong, it it brings you so much more close, so much more closer and sorry, so much closer and <laughs> so much more connected. And so, and and that sexual chemistry between two people, that's vital for me, I, I feel. And, and Georgia, you don't really ever talk about sex, but I know you you guys have been together since you were 18. Like, Yeah, I feel be, like, this, yeah,
2: it's, I feel like it's not different now well it is a bit we've been you know we've known each other since we were 17 years old like that's Mm. a long time and we sort of go through ups and downs with it um and I think that's quite normal like uh, there's a lot of people that I know who've been with their partner since they were really young they say it's almost like you've been with the same person like in a relationship with the same person but you've been in a relationship with different people because Mm. in in the time you know in 15 years or whatever it is you've you've grown and changed so much and it's the same mm. like with your sex life it can it sort of changes and it adapts oh, and yeah. it's yeah I mean it, it will if it's not there right now it will come back
1: I um, it will, but it is, it
2: I think it's something you have to work on
1: yeah I was just about to say that and, and actually yeah. I will share something now that since 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 I've had the babies before I had my kids, I was like a sex fiend. I wanted to have sex every single night. I was into all sorts of different shit. Just like loved it, just wanted to do it. Just a very sexually sexual person, Scorpio and whatever else. Then I had the kids and I was like, oh, it's going to be easy. And then I was just left feeling a bit numb afterwards, if I'm honest. And I haven't really spoken about this. But in the last six months, I've been really working on putting myself first sexually again and just and just saying to myself, you deserve to have an orgasm. It's okay for you to use a sex toy. You can wear something sexy and feel good. Take your bra off and have a look at your boobs and be okay with what you're what you've got. And we are having great sex again. It's really, really, really interesting how we've come full circle with it, but it's definitely yeah. time, so if you are experiencing any of the same feelings that I had, it does come back. you just need to know that you deserve it
2: yeah, exactly it is yeah, don't I
1: mean don't worry too much about it and don't get down too
2: too down about it, but just know that it does take work and it takes work for everybody so.
1: Yeah, oh, I just can't wait for us to do our sex podcast. <laughs> it is
0: coming.
1: It is coming.
2: It is coming. I'm stocking the fridge with wine and whatever <laughs> for that day. <laughs> what mum quality do you admire most in each other? Oh. Uh, oh, that's that is that's a good nice. one. Um so, I first. think yeah I know I think I know. Um I th- I would say I admire how much you put into it. So like I always think you really really want to get things right and especially like when you were going through everything with Luna I saw how much it upset you that you felt like you were not, you know, when she was having tantrums and stuff, you felt yeah. really, really upset that it wasn't going right and just how much you put into making it right. And I think that was amazing to see. And I think it's, it is a really, really great quality and especially for a mum and a daughter. A mum who wants to get her relationship with her daughter so right, I think is amazing.
1: So that's what I would say. Oh, mate, thank you. That's so that's nice. i right. <laughs> get quite emotional now, I think. Um... <laughs> I yeah yeah I mean that that's that's like I try really hard. We all try our our best, don't we? But i probably yeah. a bit too emotional. I need to man up a little bit. Um, no, to... not at all. No, not at all. Thank you, G. That's lovely. I for me for you, it's I feel like I learned so much from your calmness. Um, you always seem to have your your shit together your stuff going on like you regardless of whether you do or not or you you do or you don't there's a level of like serenity about your parenting and you bring you know the way that you come into town and we're in the studio and you bring Gigi with you and then we're in a meeting with somebody and Gigi's just sitting there chilling and you know you seem to just you just get it you really take it in your stride you're a brilliant mum really fantastic mum I I feel like I learn a load off you actually you're like the yin to my yang
2: oh that's, oh, that's really making me cry <laughs> and I don't cry
1: <laughs> <laughs> do
2: you know what that's a really nice thing to do with your mum mates do that tell each other what a nice what a quality you admire about them the most I think that's a nice thing to do with your mates I think we
1: should do that on the grid we should um we'll post a photograph in the next couple of days and we'll ask you to at your mum mates and tell them why you think they're good mums and why yeah exactly yeah I think so I think that's really nice how do you share out the domestic responsibilities (laughs) 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 (sighs) this is tricky Um, this is tricky actually um we I, I I have always been very much like um dozer is incredibly hands-on because he wants to be and because that's the kind of house that we choose to have together so a lot of it is just you know he does the dishwasher you know i'll do the putting away he i do the washing he does the bins in you know one of us will put luna and isla to bed the other one will do hit like we, we 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 really communicate hard about it but we're both really lucky aren't we g because our husbands don't work regular nine to fives yeah are there for like wake-ups in the night uh, I mean not wake-ups in that wake early morning wake-ups and they're there um to put the kids to bed and I know that a lot of um parents don't get to do that so in a way we're quite spoiled with that yeah, yeah. I was gonna you know, say I'm that lucky. we're so lucky mm. to have that so it's very balanced in my house
2: yeah I would say in our house it's pretty balanced there's one thing I'm a complete control freak over and that is like the kitchen and cooking so I bet James would probably like to cook a bit more than he does, but I don't really let him. And if I do let him, I'm like standing there, like, oh my God, this is painful, this is painful, please stop, 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 this is painful. Really? So, yeah, I, it's really weird. And I'm not like that about anything really, but cooking, I really am. I think it's because I'm a bit like, chuck it all in, do this, do that. And he's very like, follow methodical and following exactly what you should be doing and i just find it really hard to watch um, <laughs> but yeah. um yeah he, that's why he that's why he likes doing um like The chores around the house though because he's methodical with things like washing he loves doing washing because he likes to get exactly right um Mm. hanging up the washing he likes doing that he doesn't put away I do all the putting away but yeah it is kind of balanced I'd say I probably do a bit more but that's because for the last year or so I've been around more than he has Mm. but um I do think communication like definitely because when the balance starts to starts to drop, then we get annoyed with each other. So if we think the other one's not pulling their weight enough, we we get annoyed, and like an, an argument will always erupt. So I think as soon as you're having an issue with it I think it's good just to talk about it and I bet at the moment loads of people have got that because they've gone from maybe one partner being out, one person being out more than the other so the other one naturally picks up and um, like the domestic responsibilities to both being in the house at the same time so really it should be equal then shouldn't it yeah um, I agree So yeah, I think it's good. Actually, this is probably a really good time to set the rules again, like reset the rules.
1: Yeah. Um, Regardless of what the situation is outside of lockdown, if you mm. want to start introducing some more things that, you know, your partner can be helping you out with, if you feel that they're not doing enough, or you feel that they're being too controlling, or whatever it is, it's probably a really good time, like G said, to kind of have a like, reassess what that looks like for you in the house. Yeah, because there's always too much to do, I think,
2: especially oh. when you've got kids. It's actually overwhelming how much there is to do yeah. um, around the house.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. Looking <laughs> it now. I, I can't look. Oh, um, don't. I like this one. What's been your best lockdown day so far, and what did you do different, uh, differently to uh, – what did you do to make it different?
2: Do you know what? Our weekends are always better than our weekdays, and that's weird that it's just come after that question because – on the weekends, we say we don't put um, the washing machine on. The washing machine doesn't go on at the weekends. We don't hang up any washing. We don't put any washing away at the weekends. Like that is, We're not doing that at the weekend. So Friday night, it stops. Monday morning, it starts again. On Saturday and Sunday, there is none of that. And we don't do like any, you know, general hoovering, like maybe in the kitchen if something's spilt. But we try not to do any chores at all on a Saturday and Sunday and just leave it till the Monday. Um yeah, and that's to help us differentiate between the weekdays and the weekends. So it's not just one day, but in general, our weekends are a lot better than our weekdays because we spend more time all together. And also, mm-hmm. we quite often like get a takeaway and stuff like that. So it means I'm not cooking night whatever. Yeah, yeah, so I'd say that, yeah, they're our best days. And so yours? Yeah,
0: mine
1: was actually... <laughs> <laughs> I was actually not last Sunday, but the Sunday before. When I got back from work, Dozer had his, t- not this, was this didn't make it good, but it was a really hot day. And I came in the kitchen, he had his top off. And I was like, oh, you look great. And I was like, have you been drinking? And he was like, I've been doing this neck nominate thing, which is like this rugby thing that he does with the boys on this group. And I was like, oh, right. Anyway, it transpired that he had to do it twice. So he had to do I mean, this isn't great. I mean, I actually think sometimes drinking through parenting is, is good. But he'd down two glasses of red wine and then two shots of gin about half an hour before I'd got back. So he was quite tipsy when I came in. Next minute, we got the kids down for a nap. He was out in the garden. He'd been <laughs> fallen asleep on the sun lounger. We were laughing so much, I wet myself with laughter because it was so hysterical. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I've had a bit of gin." Anyway, we then decided when he'd come back round um when we got the kids to bed just to get really drunk and we put music on outside in the garden then when it got a bit chilly we moved in we were dancing in the kitchen mm. drinking drinks we cracked open some prosecco like it was just it felt like we had love a party. it yeah. it was and it was a sunday night <laughs> I, think, I think it's just the fact that we did something different and we, we love going out together, Dozra and I we have, we have a really lovely little vibe when we go out we love going dancing, we love our music, we love our mates and stuff so I think if you can, even just do even if it's for two hours, maybe get dressed up you know get the kids in bed get to the kitchen or the sitting room wherever it is and just have a date with the person yeah I think
2: so definitely make yeah that's how that's how the way to make it different isn't it is do something different at home like yeah yeah, a date night or whatever absolutely I think it's yeah really really important
1: you don't even have to get like you don't even have to wash your hair if you can't be asked or put any makeup (laughs) on just put a nice frock on and get Get down there and have a boogie in your kitchen. Put <laughs> <laughs> some music on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Will either of you have another baby? I, I, there is. We can't have any more kids. So Daz has had a vasectomy, and I'm going through some hormonal stuff at the moment, which means I won't be able to have any more kids. So it's absolutely a resounding no from this side, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a resounding no from this side as well. Despite what
2: pretty much everybody else thinks, I don't know why everyone when I said I only wanted one was quite happy for me just to have one like they were like oh yeah Georgia's only gonna have one child fine but now I've got two I think everybody just assumes that I'm just gonna keep going <laughs> but I'm really not like really really not just really not it's not
1: no. it, it, it's not there it's really what I thought you were actually because you started getting that glint that baby glint in your eye again and you're such a great mum you should you should do it. No, 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 no.
2: Seriously, I'm not doing it. Like, I could I, I could see how, why people do it. I can definitely see. Gigi has been, like, a dream. For like, literally this last, you know, the last 10 months with her has been a dream. And it's been lovely. And I can see why someone would go for the third. Because it's been really nice. Like, really, really lovely. It's been different experience to Axel. So different. And I can, you know, I could... I can see why someone would have a third, but I think it, I don't want to jinx jinx it
0: because
2: <laughs> no. we're happy. It's nice. It's like it's it, we're all good right now. So well, I mean, this
1: isn't me really lecturing you, but you know you have to go on to contraception. If yeah, you're... I know. I know. I do know that, and I do need to talk that out as well. Um, what about that um, wardrobe staples one? I like that question.
2: Oh yeah, I do. You're. Your fave four wardrobe staples, love your personal style, both of you slightly different. I like that. Zoe, do you want to go
1: first? Um, So for me, the first one would be a really great pair of straight leg jeans absolutely yeah. essential for your wardrobe so versatile you can wear them with boots in the winter you can wear them with you know a really great pair of white trainers or just like a pretty sandal or high heel if you're going out in the evening so definitely one of those again like a really great white t-shirt I know that sounds ridiculous yeah. no I agree yeah. with that yeah yeah but if you can get you know just like a boyfriend t-shirt that you can tuck into your high-waisted um, your um, straight leg jeans that always you know you can just dress it up as well like wear it with a pair of heels and you can go out in that in the evenings with like curls and a red lip it looks amazing
2: our cat do a really
1: good white t-shirt and
2: it's 12 pounds and I think I've seen I've seen a lot of people on Instagram talking about it but it is good and it's a
1: really nice quality as well We love that um yes. my third wardrobe staple would be an incredible blazer like an a, like an oversized boyfriend blazer, um, just something that you can push the sleeves up. Something quite Miami Miami Vice esque, um, again super versatile. Like you can put a blazer with a, with a great pair of like tracky bombs, and that will just like dress it up instantly with a hoodie underneath. Or you can wear it with jeans, or you can put put it over a skirt. like it just you need to get yeah. a really fantastic blazer in your wardrobe. Um, and then finally, I would probably say fantastic. Either a great leather jacket. All Saints do it, amazing leather jackets. Um, or a pair of leather trousers. Yeah, way. no. I, I know, do you know what? I reckon I could have said what your four were going to be. I
2: know. you said. That's, that's so the funny. <laughs> no, on, but you. it's, it's, you've got, like, a proper style. Um, mine, trainers. First, trainers. I live in trainers. Um, a few pairs of trainers, probably a nice white pair. I love Axel Arrogato for, white, like, white trainers. Um, a jazzy pair. So, like, I've got like some glittery golden goose trainers which I've worn so much they're expensive but I've absolutely worn them to death um and like a jazzy like sporty pair like I don't know I've got some Adidas ones which are quite chunky and bright and stuff but they just go with so much and you can wear them with dresses or trainers or tracksuit bottoms or anything and um even for work now they're
1: acceptable aren't they so definitely trainers Air and Grace are another really great brand, yes. brand, and they do some fantastic, really jazzy trainers. If you're looking, I've just got some in, and they they've got little leopard print kind of stripes on them, and they're brilliant. So Air and Grace definitely check them out.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, another one would be what else? um like a jazzy dress like a leopard print dress or um something like that just a a dress that you feel comfortable in so maybe like slightly longer slightly looser so you can either like belt it up make it a bit more um like dressed up wear it with boots wear it with trainers without a belt and so yeah leopard I think like leopard's a bit of a neutral now isn't it so um a leopard dress um what else would I say for a mum, like for a mum, a jazzy puffer coat like oh, I have jazzy. never you said, jazzy.
1: you said jazzy four times in the <laughs> snazzy, in snazzy. Oh, snazzy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll change
2: it up snazzy um yeah like a bright um or funky you know puffer coat so it's quite easy just to go and buy like a black puffer coat but Really, when you're on the school run or going to the gym or whatever, that's all that people see. They don't see what's underneath your coat because they don't, you're, you know, it's, you're only ever outside with them. I bought a leopard print um, puffer coat from Whistles, which you've probably all seen me wear a hundred times because it, it's so comfy. But it also looks really nice, like just and it doesn't matter what you've got underneath because that's all people see. They only see your puffer coat and that's it. Um, Sorry to say that was another one um and then last do you know what sequins oh this might sound a bit naff but a sequin top or a sequin skirt or just one um, item of sequin that you feel really comfortable in and you can dress it up or down but it's nice to just have that one item that you know if you've got an eye out you can always pull it out again and just mix it up and wear it with something different so yeah, go-to sequin. So
1: sequin outfit. I love that. Yeah. Yes. Brilliant. Oh, I love that. We're like, we're, we need to do a fashion podcast actually as well. I yeah, we should. Um, Definitely. We We've probably got time for two more questions. So, what is the hardest thing that you find about being a mum? Uh, personal space. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it is that, it's that time to yourself, that is what I find the hardest. Mm. Um, yeah, over over anything else, um, if I had a bit more time to myself, I'd probably find all the rest of the stuff a bit easier. So yeah, definitely for me, I like my own space and not having it is really difficult for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So? Um, mine is the juggle between career and kids and kids my kids will always come first always 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 but i'm torn between trying to keep my radio and tv career alive and trying to do the right thing by my children which is never missing a bedtime and always being there in the morning and sometimes i have to do a dj gig or go to an event and i find that really hard because i never i'm there but i'm kind of oh i'm I'm not staying very long or, you know, I I need to get back to the kids and not really enjoy my time there. And then I'm sort of resenting it when I get home because I know I should have done a longer stint there. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, It's, it's, I can't remember which one of us it was that said a while ago that we felt like we wasn't doing any of it, Right? Like we wasn't doing it. So yeah, I felt like that for a long time. I didn't feel like I was doing any part of my life right, because the juggle Mm. is so hard. But I think once you let go of that, and Mm. know that there is no balance,
1: and sometimes you'll have balance, and sometimes you won't, then it becomes easier. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And you know what I'm going to do after lockdown, Dozer and I have said to each other that we are going to spend a bit more time going out <laughs> together, yeah just on your yeah. own yeah yeah and if that means that you know um mum will have the kids overnight and we or we leave them for the weekend and actually just go to champneys or somewhere like that and just do stuff for us we're always 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 there and it's great and i, I would not change that for the world but i think actually maybe it's a bit it's a bit of time for us to kind of enjoy just being the two of us again or hanging out with our mates a bit more
2: yeah, no, I completely
1: agree with you. Absolutely. Yeah. Friendship tips. I can't seem to keep friends.
2: Keep getting bad luck with friendships.
1: No. That's really hard. Up, bad luck Me with neither. friendships. Um, God, I would always say with your friends that you you know deep down when you meet a good egg. And there's going to yeah. be lots of people that come into your life for different reasons, a reason, a season or forever. That's what my mum always says. Um, <laughs> and, and I really love that phrase. So like you're going to meet a mum mate that you need for that moment and you're going to spend the first year of parenting with that person and then you might drop out with them. But always go for the person that is kind, honest and loyal because for me, those are the qualities that I look for in my friendship group. And yeah. If anybody, if I hear anybody that's ever saying anything bad, or if I hear somebody slating somebody, or bringing somebody down, or being bitchy, I just, I just don't have anything to do with them. You know, yeah. I don't make a scene of it, but I just choose not to be close to that person because honesty, loyalty, and support, and unconditional love in friends is what you really, really need. And like, I'm so lucky to have such a great circle of friends like that. But I've definitely been where this this lady is before
2: yeah I, I completely agree I think um like I've moved around quite a lot with my husband mm. and like his work and stuff and so I've met like lots of different people and you know then obviously moved and it, it's really interesting where you see the ones that you stay in touch with mm. and the ones that you don't um but yeah I think I just agree with you a friendship shouldn't be hard work <laughs> I think that's like it shouldn't be hard because it should be enjoyable and I think as soon as you feel like someone is a drain on you they shouldn't be a drain um unless they're obviously going through something really tough then that's completely different but I think you've got a mix with people that make you feel good um for sure and also just in in terms of like keeping friends and stuff it's good to find friends that you have like mutual interests Um so like if you're like looking to make some more friends or whatever, it's like finding somewhere to go that you really enjoy. Like for instance, like Zoe and I bonded over going to the gym all the time and um you know I've got other mates that I went to like dancing school with and I've got, you know, like friends where we've had things in common. Um I think that's quite that's quite good, especially when you're a mum. Um if you find something that you yeah, that you both like that's maybe separate to your life as a mum.
1: that's That's really good good. advice we also we also really love um the peanuts app which is like dating but for (laughs) mums you don't have to go on dates with these other mums but um it's you you can put it's almost like a tinder profile that you put in the sort of woman that you are and the sort of the sort of group of women that you want to meet and your area that you're living in and then you can kind of meet up with them and kind of just hang out if you're feeling a bit lonely or you've had Shit luck with friends in the past, maybe, maybe, maybe check it out and you know, yeah, definitely it, it a gem on there that you end up becoming best mates with, and how lovely would that be? So, exactly. and also I mean, sometimes people just need, like, I'm quite if I see someone nice and smiley, like with you and Meiji, we just yeah. met, yeah, we were sitting there and we just smiled at each other, and it was really this really beautiful friendship was born out of that. So sometimes I think you need to put what one needs to put themselves out there a little bit more.
2: Yeah, definitely, because also, what what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. That if they're not nice to you that's their problem you don't want to be their friend anyway <laughs> so <laughs> like just go for it go for it, oh gee I wish I could give yeah. you a cuddle, I feel like I need a hug now me too, I know yeah. it's nice doing okay. like, all the
1: questions, I loved that and me it was so lovely to chat to you as well i just really really miss you i'm going to facetime you tomorrow and to everybody that sent in um questions thank you so much that was absolutely brilliant we're definitely going to do another one of these um very soon so if we didn't get around to your question really sorry but you can always dm us on made by Mummers. Yes.
2: Um, And if you would like to leave us a
1: five-star review, then please do. Um, Rate, review and subscribe. Yes. And we always ask as well at the end of the podcast, um, if you know of any of your parenting mates that don't listen to the podcast... Um, maybe just give us a mention to them if you think somebody would love it one of your mum mates or whatever then if you could spread the word that would be absolutely wonderful and you can also send us a message at Made By Mamas or on my personal Instagram which is at Zoe Hardman and we're going to be back on Tuesday yes can't wait it's a goodie (laughs) see you Tuesday
2: thanks for listening to the podcast we know times are very difficult right now And if you want any more information about coronavirus, go to nhs.uk slash coronavirus.
0: A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods,